Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. The free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. I mean, probably from the ages 23 to about 30. I only ordered 4x4. Only a 4x4, man. And Chris Ello. I am just as bad of a pig as you are when it comes to eating. (laughs) It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Kicking off the happy hour. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. 501 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr. Big Frank's in here today. Sitting in for uh, Matt Scraby. Scraby, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Is the Scraby experience? Do we know if that's on tonight, Frank? Or is it the Frank experience? It's, no, or it's what not are we doing? I, I wish it was me, but it's yeah. not. What? We don't know what's happening after the show today. I, I don't Everyone think else so. have to stay tuned. I mean, how long is Scraby playing I golf mean, it, for? It, it might be a long. It's a long day on the course. You got to come in and knock out an hour show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, be a gamer. I think so. Come on, Scrape. Now, I don't know if he's coming in today or not, but uh, we miss him. And uh, our friend Frank is doing a nice job filling in. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Gwynn and Chris on ninety-seven-three. The fan. Big story in sports today. Bill Belichick. And the uh, Patriots parting ways. Uh, Belichick leaves uh, 14 victories shy, uh, being the all-time uh, coaching leader. He could pass Don Shula, but he's going to have to coach elsewhere to do it. Um, I, I think the timing was right. I, I just do. I mean, Belichick could run his course in New England. I don't think it was necessary. Everybody's trying to you know find a rift between he and and Robert Kraft. I don't know that there really was one other than the fact was it was just time for Belichick to go somewhere else. Yeah. No. I, I don't know. They might make up a bunch of stuff, but I don't really well, buy you it. Can, you can almost cue the stories that are going to be yeah, right. dragged out. Oh, and yeah. Belichick out, didn't listen to right, him. Crafting him, beefing. There's going to be some type of stories out sure. there for sure. Uh, Frank, I just saw this come across my phone. It hasn't come across your phone yet. I, I clearly see because you usually would be a pretty, what? What did the match do now? Yeah, they signed your guy. The polar bear. 
Don't know the polar wait, bear. Huh? The polar no, bear. wait a minute. Hold on. He got an arbitration deal. I'm just. Oh, it's not come an extension. On. He got, oh, <laughs> way, to, way to hype up nothing. Jeez. He got 20 and a half for uh, from arbitration. He's a free agent next year. That's why he. I, I wanted to mess with him a little because I thought he might think, oh, we extended him. No, no, no. Just the arbitration year. We are talking about Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Okay. Pete Alonzo. I'm sorry. I, I want to make sure. Pol- I called him the polar bear. Is actually Pete Alonzo. San Diego's I, I don't favorite. know what his nickname is. He's the strangest guy in Major League Baseball. <laughs> really Frank, this is. isn't just because you're here. I mean, the things that this guy does no, make, he, defy he's explanation. A, he's a strange guy. He kind of comes off as a little bit of a meathead. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. Comes off meathead. As a little bit of a meathead. Meanwhile, also in arbitration, Juan Soto getting an arbitration record of $31.5 million. That's from Bob Nightingale. Right. Thank you, Bob Nightingale. $31.5 that's yeah. an arbitration record. That's what you said. Yes, thirty was the record, I believe. Yeah, well, but he's still not uh, not with the Yankees any farther than no. this year. It's one year, thirty. Right. That's right. like uh, that's like Michael Jordan numbers when he was signing those one year deals at the end with the Bulls. It's like ah, come back for another. Give me twenty five. We'll be good. Not like you're not going to want me back the next year. <laughs> right. We could just keep doing this one-year thing. It's not, not really important. <laughs> Is Belichick the best coach of all time? I, I, that's the only question I really have. You know, in football, whether you think it was Brady or, you know, there are a whole bunch of other things that, you know, entered into the fact that the Patriots won six championships under Belichick. I mean, I think he's got to be the best guy. Are we I talking mean, coaching Overall, or are we talking about NFL? NFL coach. Oh, yeah. Because who's better than him? I, I mean, Lombardi's got the trophy named after him. With all due respect to Vince Lombardi, his run was seven, eight years, and it was really good. The Packers, I think, won five championships in seven years, including the first two Super Bowls. So Vince Lombardi, pretty impressive. But Belichick did it for a lot longer. Yeah. A lot longer. And, you know, Shula and Hallis and Landry and all of those names, I think they're, you know, fantastic coaches who done their did their thing. But, I mean, when you coach 30-some-odd years and you have some success, you're going to pile up some big numbers. Yeah, we're talking about the elite of the elite. I mean, so yeah. I don't know that we need to – that you need to qualify the likes of Don Shula or, or any of these. We're talking about, like, the 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 – one percent of the one percent in terms of right. the greatest of all time, and uh, I I can't think of a, a coach that that was better. One thing, the one guy that I always come to mind as being you know incredibly innovative and really really good, and he didn't coach very long either was Bill Walsh. You know, Bill yeah. Walsh only won ninety two games in his entire career, but he won three Super Bowls and he had a sixty one percent win rate and. He he seemed to change the game. I mean, the, the short-passing West Coast offense, as it was called there, is now the way of the NFL. Every team Everybody's, controls the yeah. ball with passing rather than with running. Before Walsh came along, teams ran on first down, ran on second down, and then tried to get the first down on third with a pass. There's now variations of, of the West Coast offense now. Yeah. and uh, it, I mean, outside of maybe a couple of them, Pretty much all the NFL teams are running them, are some elements of the West Coast offense. Yeah. Coriel, I think, should get some credit, although he didn't have the Super Bowl success. 
you know, his passing tree and his knowledge of the passing game has certainly been felt in the NFL the way they play now. I can bring up Walsh today because Scraby's not here. Scraby yeah, was here. You, like, I, yeah, that, of course, I, Bill Walsh. I yeah, could, the genius, the greatest thing in the history how, of the world. I could tell how free you felt in yes, saying it. I didn't, you didn't mind bringing it. Yeah. was just, oh, Bill Walsh. Yeah, you know, if Scraby was here, I wouldn't even have brought up Bill Walsh in the conversation. <laughs> but I think he deserves it. But I think Belichick's got to top them all. I, I think he's got to be number one. And very well, Saban could be the best college football coach of all time. Now, who's better than him? I, I don't think there is anybody better so, than him. So, Wayne, incredible. Then in a span of 24 hours, you know, one retires, one is uh, parts ways, and uh, both are moving on into uh, either retirement. And may, you know, again, I think Belichick will probably take one more job. But you know, Lombardi, Lombardi did take one more job after he left the Packers. You know, he was the uh, coach of the Redskins for one year. Very few people remember that. How'd it go? He went like 500, and then he got he got ill and he passed. Uh, at an early age, Vince Lombardi, earlier age. So, yeah, he wasn't there with the uh, Redskins just more than one year. But the Redskins were like one of the worst franchises in football back then. Oh, uh, when he took over? When he took over, and he jumped in and went, uh, I'm looking it up, he went 7-5-2 and two as head coach. Then he stepped down. He wasn't feeling great. 1970, he was still there as a VP of football operations. And... um Let's see. He passed away shortly thereafter, uh, 1970. Yeah, it's 1970. So he coached in 69. He was an executive oh, in 70. Wow. He passed at the age of 57 in 1970. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 71. They didn't wait around. They put him right in. Vince Lombardi I mean, go right he in. He won the first two Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, mean, so. I guess that, that goes ahead. That's pretty easy to go ahead yeah. and shrine your name at that point. Yeah, but I got to give Belichick the nod over yeah. uh, Vince. I'm with you. So. All right. A uh, couple of other uh, fun stories. Um, Frank brought this up earlier. thought we'd uh, delve into it a little because it was funny. Shohei Otani is so popular, so so much of a star that, well, a couple of things have happened. Number one, ESPN has announced that the first Sunday night baseball game of the year will be the Dodgers and the Cardinals. On March 31st, that, of course, will be Otani, and I believe his first home game. April 14th, the Dodgers—let me see—Dodgers uh, and Padres will be the April 14th Sunday night game. So Padres get in there. Who are they playing? Dodgers. Padres oh. and Dodgers. But, uh, of course, we know the first two games are in Seoul, South Korea. Tony Gwynn Jr., just so you're aware, in case they don't, in case they don't put it— accurately on your itinerary game time in Seoul South Korea Sim yeah. which is 3 a.m. San Diego time well so a good get thing. ready to we'll get have, up early everyone we'll or stay have, up late we'll have about a week to get ourselves acclimated so that we're not dozing off during the game when that game starts so 3 a.m. start here in San Diego i really will have no trouble with that at all you're usually up right around 3.30, ain't you? I don't. I do. I get up a early lot. I can tape the game. I'll get up at my normal time. Probably 4.30 is more accurate. And, and I'll just start watching the game. So that'll be great. I, I wish all the games were at 3 in the morning. You'll be an hour behind? 
Yeah, but I'll start. I'll just go back on the recording. Yeah, yeah. that'd be perfect. So I'll, I'll enjoy that. That is the the beauty of DVR, right? Yes, there. and they're trying pop- to they're trying to take it away from me, Frank. <laughs> they're trying to put every game on streaming and take it away from me. And I'll probably be here at three. Oh, oh that's wow. right. You'll be on the board. One o'clock in the morning. Frank will be on the board. Sammy Lev will be doing forbid. the pregame show at one in the morning. Oh, I hope he films that. Oh, Sammy Lev pregame show at one one a.m. Well, no, two. We have to or be here an hour before pregame just to yeah. make sure all your lines are correct. That'll be awesome. It's an early bedtime for you that day, man. Or a or a or non-existent a, or, one. Or an all-nighter, as they call it. Yeah. Oh, huh. Good all-nighter, man. I missed that. I don't know if all-nighters work with that board there, man. You're going to hit some bad buttons or some wrong buttons, and it it can go spiral. Awesome. Either that, or I just fall face first on it, and everything moves. <laughs> that, and... that part, too. The other the other story with Shohei Otani today, the Japanese government has given Shohei Otani's dog a visa. I guess that's important. We're going to be getting these type of stories all year. I mean, whatever Shohei Otani needs, I guess he can get. His dog got a what? Got a visa. I, I guess that means so that he can go with him on the road. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know hey. what a dog visa looks like. Good for Otani's dog. He can travel freely. I'm happy about that. <laughs> uh, NBA note, your guy, Tony. And your guy being, and I have to look him up because I just don't know his name off the top of my head. Your guy, Darko Rajakovic. Oh, yeah, Toronto's head coach. Toronto Raptors head coach. His pockets get a little lighter? A little lighter, 25000 by yeah. the NBA after he ranted about the officiating. You, you drop a couple BSs in like well, the real he was, world. He was words. livid. Yeah. Tonight, what happened tonight, this is completely BS. Real words. This is shame. Shame for referees. Shame for league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws in the fourth quarter. Sounds like a homer game to me. The Lakers lucked out, Tony. Uh, Rajakovic or Darko went on to call the game not fair. He also went on to say that the Raptors have stars, too, oh, yeah. and that Scotty Barnes is the future face of the league. Do you know who Scotty Barnes is, Chris? No. <laughs> Frank, but barely. Do you barely. know who Scotty Barnes is? Oh, yeah. Is he a face of the league? I don't know. <laughs> no, you know. You do know. He's not. No. It's not I even mean, close. I, he's not going to get the – I you get know, his point. I get his point. His point is, is LeBron get all the calls. Right. Anthony Davis gets all the calls. So Scotty Barnes should get all the no, calls. No, Scotty but... Barnes is not on the say. There's levels to this, Darko. Yeah. Sorry, Darko. I, I I didn't see the game. Twenty three to two does seem a little lopsided. They were hacking. But, but as you, that's what you said. You said they were hacking. So I believe you. I don't believe any officials ever fix any game, and that's because I officiate and I know how hard it is to do whatever basketball level of basketball you're doing. Especially that level, right? Most, and this is my complaint to everybody who thinks that I or any of my colleagues in the basketball world are trying to give a certain team an edge. This is my comeback to it, and I'll always stay with it. I'm not good enough. To give you an edge. (laughs) I don't have time to see a play and then in my mind go, all right, I'm in favor of the white jersey team, so I have to call this against the other kid. Right. I don't have time to do that. It's not possible in basketball to be one-sided in officiating. There's too much else going on. Who was my man? I know there's certain games where it looks that way, but as the season goes along... 
pretty much evens out. So so Sorry. so Tim Donahue must have been like special. Yes, he must he have been incredible because he was cheating <laughs> and actually doing it. He was pulling it off. That's clean. Right. Well, I don't know if it was clean. There was a lot of suspicion before all that came out. Yeah, but he, it, he was able to do it. You're yeah, right, he Tony. He only probably to make a couple of calls per game, but that would be enough. Uh, by the way, in the NBA right now, the Boston Celtics have taken the night off. They're getting thumped. They are losing in the second quarter, and I mean midway through the second quarter. They are already losing by 33 points to the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's this is the Celtics have the best record in the league. Yeah. They just decided not to show up. Milwaukee 56, Boston 23. Did, uh, did, did I... I didn't bring My this up. Goodness. I didn't bring this up yesterday, but uh, the the Western Conference. If you looked at their teams, from I believe it was the top all the way to the ten seed, the number of losses each increased by one all the way down. Is that right? Yeah, it was In like nine, West. ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, all the way down to like eighteen. I think it was interesting. It was pretty cool to see. You don't see that kind of thing. No, very often. Yeah, this is this is the only issue that we had. We talked about it before with the NBA. You know, it's eighty-one games, eighty-two games. You want to bet on these guys? Go ahead, but you just don't know when somebody like Boston's gonna. You know, they had overtime at home last night. Right. They're at Milwaukee tonight. They they're four games ahead of Milwaukee, and they say to themselves, "You know what? We'll we'll go out there and roll the ball out, see what happens. But if we don't have it, we're just not going to have it." Right. And, and because and this so is a, they're down thirty in the second quarter. And so because this is a back to back too, if if the score stays like this, those guys, the the, the big dogs are going to come, come out. out of the game. It'll yeah. get worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, you bring up an you know anyway. Bucks with a big, big lead there. Uh, I had one more fun story to share. We'll do it after the break. But there seems to be hope now, potentially, for the worst teams in college football. I'll explain after a check of traffic. Gwen and Chris continues. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
As the college football landscape continues to evolve, there might be a new iron cast in there, right? And Everybody's it, trying to get a piece it, of this. Yeah, thing. apparently, even the not so good teams in the in in college football. <laughs> I mean, these promoters they want to they want a piece of the pie too. Now, Chris, you teased us before we went yeah. to break. Uh, it, it seems like they're they're trying to create a, another bowl. Word is, yes, word. I mean, if there's not enough bowl games already, right? There's 43 of them. But uh, word is the promoters out there have been shopping around the country. The idea of the irrelevant bowl, which would pit the two worst teams in all of college football against each other. And this is ridiculous. And this is ludicrous. They're trying to get a city to bid on hosting the game. Any success on success on getting us? I haven't dinner? heard into that, but what I did hear is that the NCAA is pretty likely to frown on this idea and not give a waiver to allow because you have to have six wins to be in a bowl game. Oh, that's right. So, so they would have to give you else. a waiver with one win to also play in a bowl game. And uh, from what I hear from the people who are involved close in college football, they're like. There's no way they're going to make a mockery of the sport yeah. by letting Vanderbilt play Wake Forest or Rutgers every year. They don't like in the irrelevant bowl. So that's good. They do have a. There's at least some type of moral ground that they there's don't a want to pass. Moral right? ground. They don't want all money. I guess all money isn't good money. Because I mean, just like you know, the Spurs and the Pistons last night. People like me would probably tune in to the Irrelevant Bowl. You know gamblers would certainly oh, tune in to the Irrelevant Bowl. they would bet it, bowl. and it, it would get ratings. <laughs> People would, would watch get it. Ratings. It would get ratings. People would watch it to see you know, a couple of losing teams go at it. But yeah, They're not willing to sell out like that. Huh? It looks like college football is going to take the moral high ground here. Now, the Aztecs uh, in action on Saturday, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, Saturday at, morning. At, I don't, at, I don't like Mexico. the time of the game. 11 a.m. That's tough for on a on a on, a, on a anybody because you're not used to your body's not used to playing at that time no, of day. No, and uh, having to do it at altitude on the road, so that'll be you know an, another. Te- I mean, I think the Aztecs now are the point where they just say whatever, bring it on. Right, I, that's how I feel. Forget you know? these tests. Like yeah. you, they're you, like, okay, we we get it. You know, we could lose or win, but you know, we're not going to let it be decided on when the game is played. That's not going to determine it. No, uh, so it, it's it's as you mentioned their their schedule coming up here um, for the Aztecs and it's pretty it's pretty taxing especially when you consider it's all in the Mountain West so that means you got some altitude games in there yeah you got some uh, some some regular you know you got some home 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 court games as well but uh, as you mentioned New Mexico next yeah Nevada Nevada's got one loss this year Steve Alford's got another good team and you know how I love Alford so bring him into town guy Uh, Boise State just beat on somebody didn't they Colorado Colorado State State. easily they go there next Saturday they got Wyoming by the way the Boise State game is at 10 a.m. they're gonna play that one even earlier the next six are road home road home road home and they got Colorado State and Utah back-to-back they're Utah State so the two ranked teams yeah, it's a great schedule. The rest of the way for San Diego State, I mean, they have two with Colorado State left. They got two with Utah State left. They got one left with UNLV, and then they got two with New Mexico, and they got two in Nevada. I mean, I, they're fourteen and two, Tony. I I would love to say ah, they're going to go twenty nine and two. They're not going to. This is just too good of a schedule. They're going to lose three or four games, but it's okay. Because all I'm interested in is them getting in in the dance and getting their shot, 
and getting a decent seed. And if everything keeps going like it is now, all of that's going to happen for them. I, I'm not. I, I see it. The way they have impressed me this year, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they pulled off a a, a two loss season. They got 15 games left, Tony. You think they could win them all? 15 and 0. I think they could do it. Oh man, what would they be ranked if they went 15 and 0, beat all of these teams on the road and at home, and ended the season with what would then be a 22 game win streak? Number 18. <laughs> They'd move up I, I one would, spot, maybe, in the be, rankings? I wouldn't be surprised if if at that record, <laughs> they were, like, ranked 9 or 10. Yeah, like, still, like, on the I know. right on the cusp of a top 10 team yeah. after a season like that. I know. Uh, did you see – I meant to ask you about these guys earlier about this earlier. Did you guys see the, the story about ESPN getting in trouble for these – Fake, um, you know, every time there's a... Oh, right. A, 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 I didn't understand it, though. Every time there's... I think it's an Emmy, right? Every time Emmy Awards. I didn't understand this. They don't... I, I guess there's a rule that those particular anchors can't have physical awards for the show. Not them personally. Like, the show can be given Sports award. Center can get an award, but the, uh, the like, whoever's... The host of Sports Center can't win an award. Can't get, actually physically have the. They won't send an award there. So Wait. what? He, what ESPN started doing was they would they were sending like fake names, partial fake names of anchors from their show, so that it didn't come off as it was one of the actual anchors that were working on the show. Right? It was just. Uh, I think one name was like Dirk. And then it was like a real last name. You guys, you guys got to check this out. It's on the, it's on the athletic. It was shenanigans by ESPN. And is they what got you're caught. They were doing it for like over ten years. It was oh, like really? A, it wasn't like a, a, a new thing. Were the Emmys actually sending the award to these fake names? I think they. And came, then they would hand it over to the real person. That's how it initially started. But I, I, I think this story, the, the, they had kind of caught on to it a, a while ago. The story is just now coming, becoming unearthed right now. And I just thought it was hilarious that they some of the names. I'm trying to pull it up, find this story I, for you guys. I mean, it kind of makes sense because SportsCenter has so many anchors. Why would you just give it to a certain pair? You would give it to the show and ESPN right. gets right. the Emmy. Right. That, but why would you make up that, that, that? Like, that's something that's so easily verifiable. Oh, I'm turning on SportsCenter today. Wait, that guy, that's not a name that we've ever seen before. That's half a name. <laughs> but the Emmy Award presenters don't watch SportsCenter. I don't know. I get it, but it's, it's no, that's just so weird. easily verifiable to it's prove just fun. right it, or I think wrong. The, the, the point of this story is that everybody who can cheat does cheat or, you know, tries to get an edge somewhere, whether it's ESPN or anybody else. Says, I don't uh, like it. But says it's... Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit, Lee Corso, Chris Fowler, Desmond Howard, Samantha Ponder, among others, were given the ill-gotten Emmys. According to a source briefed on the matter who was granted an anonymity because of individuals is not authorized to discuss this it publicly, there is no evidence that the on-air individuals were aware Emmys given the Emmys were given to them were improperly uh, obtained. Here's some of the names that I, that, oh, that they were using. That they were using. Oh, wait, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Here we go. Uh, Kirk Henry. Okay. That was, that Instead was Kirk, of Herb Street. Herb Street. You got Lee Clark. You got Dirk Howard. <laughs> Tim Richard. That was uh, Tom Rinaldi. Dirk Howard sounds like a uh, an adult film, film star. <laughs> oh, that was Dirk Diggler. Sorry. Never mind. 
Uh, Steven Ponder for Sam Ponder. Uh, Gene Wilson. Uh, Chris Fulton, that was Chris Fowler. And then uh, Shelly Saunders was Shelly Smith. So they kept the same initials, just changed, changed them, either the, the first or last name. Exactly, exactly. Speaking of the Emmys, shout out to uh, my wife, who might be driving right now home. She'll be happy to hear me mention this. Her brother, Mark Fishman is his name. I think I mentioned this to you before. He works in the sound editing industry for movies and television. And uh, he won the Emmy Award this year That's nice. for Best Sound Editing on the television show. Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's the one on HBO, The Last of Us, maybe? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one about the uh, video that was based on a video game. Yeah, that would be The Last Very of Us. popular uh, show. He, would, he did the sound for that show, and he won his third Emmy Award. That's He's got three sweet. of them. And they're real awards. Like, I've seen them and held them and... They're kind of big and awkward. They're definitely big. Yeah, they're, they're big nice and small. awkward, but it's still pretty cool to know somebody who's won an Emmy. So congrats to Mark. My wife, she was very proud of him, and I'm proud of him, too. Good job, when, since we're talking Emmys. When were the Emmys? Because I know the Golden Globes the were Emmys, just recently. The, the Emmys that you are thinking of haven't been telecast yet, the one where they hand out the editor, the actors and actresses, okay. but they have a, a um, Medi- uh, uh, what you might call it, yeah. the... You know, the other with the sound and all the other stuff, they hand that out at another the, ceremony. Because I know the Golden Globes was just recently. Yes, it was. Yeah. The Emmys, I don't think, have been on TV yet. But they, they have the, um, you know, all the editing and sound and, you know, all of those other categories. They hand that out at a, at a different ceremony. All right, so let's, uh, let's step away. Let's get to break. When we come back, Mike Schilt uh, was with our station earlier with Annie and Elston. Uh, we played some of that sound for you earlier. We'll have some of it on the, on the backside. You know, spring training's right around the corner. Stick around, hear what he had to say about it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. December 2nd, 2021, a couple of years ago, 
Uh, Memphis Grizzlies beat the Oklahoma City Thunder that night, Tony, 152-79. to That was a 73-point spread. That is the largest in the history of the NBA. Why do I bring that up? How much? 70 what? 73-point spread. That's what you had to bet on. That, no, that's the record, the all-time record for most lopsided win. Oh, okay, okay. Memphis beat Oklahoma State one fifty-two to seventy-nine. The Bucks are leading the Celtics tonight by thirty-seven at halftime, so they're halfway to the record. If they beat them by thirty-seven in the second half, they would break the all-time record. It is seventy-five to thirty-eight Bucks over Celtics tonight. Kind of a lopsided matchup, top two teams in the East. But I don't the Celtics mind that. not playing tonight. Don't mind seeing. I know you like get to beat see up it. at all. Yeah, just pour it on, Bucks. Pour it on. Um, I just want before we get to some of the some of the comments from uh, Mike Schilt on with uh, Annie and Elston earlier. I wanted to touch on. I just want to make a prediction. I'm going to do it right now. It's January 11th, so we'll see. Like. Nine or ten months down the road, whether I'm right or not. January 11th, nine or ten months. Nine or ten months from puts now, whether what, or not I'm right. Puts us in what, like October? Yeah, October, yeah. November, somewhere around. We might get an answer to this. We may not even get one for a couple of years. Okay. But I'm looking at an NFL draft, mock draft board right here. And in there, Mel Kuyper says... J.J. McCarthy of Michigan is a mid-first-round pick. Michael Penix is a late-first-round pick. You got that being wrong. I do. <laughs> you would love, love You don't think Michael you... Penix is going to be better than J.J. McCarthy in the NFL? I do. Yeah. I could be totally wrong, but I don't think I will be. Just the eye test. I, I was going to say, from the eye test, I haven't watched neither of them enough other than these last two games. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> but the eye test, I would say, okay. You uh, you would love nothing more than the, for Mel Kipe to be completely wrong. Dead wrong. Yeah. Well, he, he and Todd, Mc, Todd McShave, they just let him go after he... Popped off about how great Bryce Young was a million times. <laughs> is he not what he is he, anymore? No, he's not even there anymore. They got Damn. rid of Todd McShay. They moved on from him. They got another guy in there. His name is Jordan Reed. He's the uh, another NFL draft analyst. He has Caleb Williams as the number one pick to the Bears. Where does he have the Penix and McCarthy? Drake May? Drake May from yep, North, North Carolina, Carolina, number two. Jaden Daniels, Heisman Trophy winner, going to LSU. the Patriots. Uh, if you're a Charger fan, he has Malik Neighbors, wide receiver, going to LSU. Neighbors. We're, oh, from LSU. From LSU. Okay. Uh, he's the fifth uh, pick. Bite behind him would be Rome Adunze of Washington, who I like a lot, but I can't say I've seen Neighbors, so I don't know the difference there. Uh, Jordan Reed, the NFL draft analyst for ESPN, he has Mike, McCar- J- Mike McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy is the 12th pick going to the Broncos. Really? You're going to just... Get rid of Russell Wilson. You're going to turn your whole thing over to J.J. McCarthy. I don't see it. He doesn't have Michael Penix being drafted in the first round at all. Oh, that's two of them now. Yeah. So <laughs> Chris Britt's no validity. In None. This. None. I'm just as good as these guys. I don't know. You watch the games. What are you looking at? You, you, what are you seeing from J.J. McCarthy that 
Michael Penix doesn't look like a better NFL prospect than J.J. McCarthy? What do you got, Frank? What am I missing, Frank? You're seeing clicks for a draft, a mock draft board in January. (laughs) That's what you're seeing. Yeah, you think this is in order just to get people's attention? There's no need for a draft board. There's no nor need in January. Let me explain something. Change nine thousand times. Let me explain something. There's no need for a mock draft board the day of the draft. Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't mean anything. They're going to do whatever they want to do. Like seriously, (laughs) but I'm just trying to point out the fact that these are supposed to be experts in the field. And I can't believe they are if they're looking at J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix and they see McCarthy as a 12 pick and they don't see Penix being picked at all. I don't see how you can be an expert and come to that conclusion. I'm not an expert, but pretty obvious to me who the better prospect is. Just look at the way the guy throws the football. He was slaying it. That's for sure. Kuiper but, puts out 20 different draft boards, and no, each one contradicts the last. It's, there's no point in Chris Kidd fired up over here. <laughs> 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 draft. Mel Kuiper. Uh, I don't know. Actually, probably I'm jealous, Tony. I wish for, for having no knowledge of any kind, I wish I could make millions of dollars. Does he still have good hair? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. It looks pretty That's good. That's probably what I'm most jealous of. I know. All right. Mike Schilt. He's got pretty good hair. Underneath that Padre baseball cap. He's the new manager of the Padres. He was on today with Annie and Elston. That That is our uh, new midday show, if you're wondering, here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, he talked about a couple of things. Well, this is a long, long one here. I think we have something to do before we get to that, though, don't we? Traffic. Yeah, traffic. Yeah, we do. I might be a barn, uh, not a barn burner with the Bucks and the Celtics, but we got a barn burner on in the studio. Frank is uh, losing his mind here. His favorite team, Hofstra, the Hofstra Pride, taking on Northeastern tonight. They were getting thumped earlier. Now they, they were down twenty at the half. Now they're down only three. Guy just put in a bucket for Northeastern. So sixty-four, sixty-one. Frank, you going to pull this one out? A couple minutes to go on the road. Like I Hofstra. S- Hofstra. We turned the game on, and Hofstra had just taken the lead. And like I said, watch. We turned the game on. Hofstra's going to do exactly You're what got them it. down by 20. You're jinxing and it. And they're, they're doing exactly that. Would you want us to turn it off again? No, because they just scored. They put it down by one now. <laughs> All right. We'll leave it on for you. 64-63 Northeastern. There's some, you know what? There's Most people are driving around out there coming home going, why are we giving the Hofstra score? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what. There's some guy out there who bet who's gambling on this game. And uh, wanted to get an update. So there you real, go. Real quick before you hop into to, yes. to Mike Schilt. Uh, Florida State may be getting into some trouble here. NCAA could possibly uh, receive some significant penalties for NIL rule violations. I would like to know what are the NIL rules. I've never seen a rule <laughs> on the NIL. I. It seems to me you can get whoever, you could recruit whoever you want and pay them as much money as you'd and like that's to. That's what it sounds like. That's and what that's, I thought the rules were. This is including a two-year probation. Oh, in, wow. In Major League Baseball. Look like the Yankees, at least if Marcus Stroman's uh, IG profile is is legit, he's got a picture of himself in a Yankee uniform. Marcus Stroman does. Yes, he does. All right. So, so that could mean he's on his way to the Yankees. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming. I don't think he puts that kind of stuff on his on his. Of course, IG. I've taken pictures of myself in a Dolphin uniform. Doesn't mean I'm on my way to the Dolphins <laughs> that, anytime that is, soon. That is true. That some you're Met fan, correct. Some, huh? Met fan, some Met fan that Marcus Stroman, you know, growing up as a Met fan when he was a kid. You know, is that whatever. what he said? 
Well, he already got to play. He got to put the Mets uniform on. Yeah, they just trashed them ever since. So yeah, some Met fan, go yeah. go to the Bronx, complete your well, complete you know, your villain you guys turn. Ain't had quite had your stuff in order over there. It's been a little chaotic. I know it has. Yeah, so you know that that's subject to get you know some that's lab pasting. That's why I'm not freaking out about this. All I season. love sports fans, not just Frank in general, but all sports fans. We never forget. No, I mean I still Long don't range. like Nick Saban. He dogged the Dolphins in 2006. Long time, ago. seventeen years. ago. Ago. You're still mad. Still angry. Yeah. Still angry at Nick Saban for that. So, that, yeah, that's just how we are. Um, all right. Uh, Mike Schilt on with Annie and Elston today. I thought this was, you know, it's a little lengthy, but what's he doing to prep for spring training? What kinds of things is he thinking about heading into his first year as manager of the Friars? Yeah, you know, Annie, I've said this. Um, quite a bit internally I'm, I'm wanting to go really fast slowly um because i want to go deep and what i mean by that is, you know we've got some ground to cover we've got a great exciting new um staff some staff members that are back some that are new some are coming through the organization um just got through spending three days in arizona with that group and man what a special what a special group of guys that are going to do a fantastic job but you know, getting back to the concept of going fast, slowly, I just want to make sure we create that identity of who we are, what we represent, create processes that are, you know, sustainable, clear, uh, simple, actionable, partner with our players. And, and all these things, are, you know, they sound great, but they're, and they are, and um, so they're not easy to execute. It does take some time, it does take some intentionality. Um, you know, it was one of the things that, was really important to me when in talking to players and will continue to be is how we're going to do this together. Uh, and again, my mission is us having a tremendous 2024 and I'm excited, optimistic about it, but you know, really, um, you know, my vision for this is making sure that the San Diego Padre organization is in a good place to compete, to have sustained success over the next, you know, three, five, eight, ten 10 years. Um, I do have that perspective and, understand what that takes and it looks like and, and have those experiences and want to be able to bring those with me and then partner with the experiences and the people we have to, again, make it more of how the Padres operate because that's just uh, how it needs to be and I'm excited about it and and we're, we're gaining ground. You know, Mike, I just mentally pinned go fast slowly because oh, that recalls be quick, don't hurry. That's right, Mr. Elston. That's funny because I wrote that down. On my be quick, sheet. but don't hurry. Yeah, be quick, but don't hurry. I wrote that exact thing after I heard go fast slowly. So Elston and I, but that was John Wooden's famous quote. You know, go fast slowly. Just another way of saying it. Get a lot done, but don't rush. Right. Don't so, rush. That's the ultimate. That's the end of the thing. Don't rush. Yeah. All right. There's Mike Schilt on that. Also, getting ready to work with A.J. Preller or already working with A.J. Preller. How's that gone for Mike Schilt? Well, listen, there's um, several things. I think it's primary uh, connection, just the absolute love of the game of baseball. You know, AJ's a baseball guy through and through, and part four grew up with it. Um, you know, clearly different paths to get to where we are. But, you know, in conversation with him, he's talking about it, you know, how he just, uh, you know, how he grew up, how he, you know, studied the game, how he loved the game, how he followed the game, and just, um, you know, a story that led him to where he's at. You know, it's really driven through passion and love of the game of baseball and something we just clearly have a um, mutual interest in. 
Very good. We all have an interest in baseball. I mean, I think that's I think that's an important element, right? I mean, you got two dudes who who love the game and, and see it in, in, a, in a similar way. Uh, I think goes a long way towards some cohesiveness in terms of moving the team forward together. And I think that's probably played a big part in Mike Shield getting this job. You remember, he'd been in the organization for a few years prior to to getting this job. So he's very familiar with all of the the kind of pieces that 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 are connected to the organization unlike all of the hires that have come in and if they have come from outside the organization. So I, I think that's going to play a major part. I think that um a lot of people don't realize that Mike Schilt has as much knowledge of the Padres system as he does. Yes. So I think you're right, Tony. I think it's a it's a big advantage that not a lot of people are going to be talking about. And speaking of the farm system, here's what Mike Schilt had to say to Annie and Elston about that. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question. I think there's a fair amount of, you know, Annie, I hesitate to really start to listen because the good news for the Padre organization and our fan base is, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, it's a good system, you know, that's, um, you know, talk about going deep that, we have some guys that are coming um, and getting to us pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. Um, some more than others, so I hesitate timeline. Um, and then there's some a group behind them, so you know it's a good system um, that's starting to get some guys that are going to graduate to big league level. Um, you know, big league camp will be announced at some point relatively soon, I would imagine. Um, you know, next month or so. I'm not sure the timeline of that, but you know that'll give an indication of who these some of these guys are. I think. Listen, I don't. You know, it's hard to. You know. Excuse me, really uh, mention any names, but the good news is there are guys on both sides of the ball, the the position player and the pitching side that that are getting there. And you know that the R to it is making sure that they're ready. Uh, I know the group's hungry and, and excited about the opportunity, and and in some cases I think there's guys that are going to be ready and and also not rushing them too quickly. So there are going to be opportunities for guys in spring training to see what they can do, and uh, I think there's going to be uh, opportunities on the roster for, for guys to get a chance to get some innings maybe and then also get us get some at bats. I think we're gonna see a lot of young people that we don't know who they are yet. You said so, that. Yeah. I think that's gonna happen this year in uh with the Padres. And I think it's gonna be part of, you know, whether or not they have a lot of success or not. I think this is the first year in I don't know, maybe a couple of years where uh, a guy who is is knocking on the door of the big leagues is gonna actually have an opportunity to come in and not just, you know, come up and, and kind of be able to, to get their feet wet, but actually be able to try to, you know, make an impact. I, I think that's going to be necessary where, where the roster is, at least as we speak today. Wouldn't you say last year when we got to this point, even though it was two months before the season, we had a pretty good idea of the 26-man roster? Without a question. There was like maybe two or three spots we we didn't know. Yeah, but this year... We don't really know more than maybe 10, 15, I'd say, that are going to be definitely on the 25-man roster. But there's a lot of spots up for grabs. So, Competition. Competition in other places. I don't know. That's a song. Is it? Competition yeah. in other places? Yeah, it's a line from a song, but I can't think of which one because <laughs> I'm old. I don't remember stuff like that. Frank, Anything? Oh, he's knee-deep in the Hofstra He's, he's, he's not paying any attention to our show right now. <laughs> Hofstra's got within one. He's I'm waiting for that. musical cues at this point. <laughs> Is it Hofstra's ball, Frank? They're down 
69 it, it should be out on Northeastern. Class, oh, has, they're having a replay review. Hofstra has possession. To see they where the, the ball, uh, who's going to have the ball here. All right, well, good luck to the pride. The Hof- Why are you a Hofstra guy? Because you're, you're, wasn't your dad or uncle worked there? No, that's that's where I would have gone had I stayed in New York. My uh, grandfather right. played a couple of your high school high school. I coached a couple of high school football games there, Long Island Championship games there. Hofstra so. on Long Island. All right, Frank, great job filling in today. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Scrape, you'll be back tomorrow. Tony's off tomorrow. Good for you. I'll be off to uh, Boise, Idaho, into a snowstorm, but we'll be on the program, weather willing. So uh, just join us for Gwen and Chris on whatever form it may take tomorrow, starting at 2 o'clock. Frank, can you keep the music going for 22 seconds? Hofstra just took the lead, baby! 70 to 69, timeout Northeastern. We'll see you tomorrow. No bucket. No bucket. What? They waved him off? (laughs) He stepped out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got to go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.